college athlete experience. Playing sports in college is something that a lot of young people have the dream to do and not everybody gets to follow out and carry through, but it is a billion dollar industry. There are young people that sacrifice, there are young people that are doing this right now, that are getting ready to do it, that have already done it, that would like to do it. And so this is a cool conversation to have because it's an inside scoop on the college lifestyle. Myself and guest today, Krishan Dupuy, played football at Miami University. We had some tough times there, lost a whole lot of games, but we also learned a whole lot of lessons. And those lessons, a lot of them were outside of the football field. They are things that we continue to carry out today. And for Krishan, he continues to instill in the youth, in the young people, teaching youth sports, teaching youth athletics, and instilling some of those same lessons in our young people to plan and prepare for the future. Krishan has been through a lot between playing football. He's also been through Hurricane Katrina, and his family is one of the closest that I've ever seen. Dupuy Trucking has grown from 2008 to a great family-owned business in New Orleans, Louisiana. So I hope you enjoyed this show, and be sure to check out the show notes at treygamers.com slash podcast. This is The Dash. In your work with, um, you know, with them youngins. So why don't you go ahead and start right there, man? Talk, talk to me about that because you said that's your, that's kind of your that's calling right. right now. That's that's what you look forward to and really love doing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I was brought into this uh, coaching youth football. Uh, I have an older brother, and he's been, uh, you know, doing it for the last shoot, want to say the last eight nine years or so, and kind of once uh, graduated college. Uh, I felt that it was no like better time than now to get involved with the youth. You know, we all talk about we want to make a change. Mm -hmm. I said this would be the perfect opportunity, you know, the perfect outlet for me to make this change yeah. with the yeah. youth. Because as we all know, the youth is our future. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so it was no more than the right. Uh, yeah, and then ever since then, for about the last, I guess, two years or so, Mm -hmm. And y'all really, y'all really keep them little kids turned. You know, I always see you on Snapchat and different stuff. You're, you're DJ yeah. Prinkle Bear, so you got the music out there and stuff. What kind of right. lessons? When you, I've, I've never worked with kids that young. What kind of lessons can you teach them, being so young? Yeah. So biggest, the biggest thing. These kids obviously never done nothing like this. Before. And how, how old are they? They're six, seven. This well, my first year, which was last year, we did five and six and. This, this past year, past football season, we did seven and eight year olds. Mm -hmm. uh, and once again, for next football season, we'll still be with the same seven and eight year old group. Okay. And then we move up. Uh, we spent two years with the age group. Okay. And then you move yeah, up. Yeah, so okay. the following year will be nine and 10 and so on. But um, back to your question what do we do? Pretty much, we, we bring these kids together and try to have a, like as big of an influence on them as we possibly can in a short period of time. Mm. Um, we want to teach them, forget football. It's not just football. It's much bigger than football. Yeah. I mean, yeah. football is, is, is laying up to what they're actually going to be learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
pretty much we take obviously what we have grown and what we have been instilled in values and you know these core life lessons that we've been taught and we try to teach these kids all what we know Mm -hmm. and these kids we don't talk to them as a five and six year old pre-kindergarten and kindergarten teacher may talk to them Mm -hmm. these kids are very smart they're very intelligent and they have a good understanding okay and as much when you get a chance to talk to them one-on-one you'll be surprised you'd be like man some of the things they know yeah, but when you talk to them as if they're a kid, well, they feel like they're a kid, and, mm. and you don't get that same. They act like a kid. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we uh, that was one thing we we we, me and my brother and I, we told each other that when we communicate with them, we go talk to them as if we mm. will be talking to each other. Okay, and you, you can know, do. Go ahead. I was gonna say for you, it seems you know your brother Chris. You and Chris are are, are so close, and you, I know when right. you were young, um, what were you, probably ten or twelve, when he was in college, right? And you, yeah, got to, you got to see him play. How did that influence you and impact you? Yeah. So we nine years apart. Uh, pretty much as you said, my brother went on and and, and played the you know the college football. So growing up, I had a chance to experience that. Uh, as you said, I think I was. 12 years old and uh you know i got the experience at first hand i mean from being you know not just on a football field during a game but a part of the, the team bus ride going to the game right, a part right, of the right. team meal you know same things that we got the experience playing college football i got to experience it early on and got a good feel of what it is like to be a college football player and uh you know, with that experience alone, it prepared me for when that time came for myself. I kind of had that vision already set of mm-hmm. what I'm going to be experiencing. And so you're, you're basically just paying it forward even earlier than that. So you were able to get it through your brother at 12 years old, and you're giving it right. to your nephew and his cohort of friends at six. So, and, and that's one of the things that was obvious about you. When we came into college, I think, you know, we, we were friends Pretty pretty much immediately, we roomed together from from start. I mean, you right. you decent, but you know we we. <laughs> I'm just yeah, yeah, that, um, that, that's way to put it. We, we we was cool, but to me there was a different level of maturity in right. in yourself, and I I know that a lot of our teammates came in with just a one track football mind, which is cool. That's why we right. came to school. We came to ball and we right. had scholarships to play. But mm-hmm. you know, I think y- yourself, you had been there before because you were there with your brother, that you were already kind of past that on-the-field segment. Did that did that play a difference for you? Yeah, no doubt. And as as you said, that a lot of people came into college with the mindset of football, football, football. But as you and I know, it's life after football. Mm. So not saying that I had that mentality coming in right away, but as that time progressed and as those four years went along, it became a reality check. Oh. It's life after football. And that's a, that's, <laughs> that's a guarantee. Uh, football doesn't last forever. Mm. You know, sometimes it takes for you to sustain an injury to make you realize that. And sometimes it takes you to just understand that, like I said, this is a reality and you have to move on whether you want to or not. Yeah. So I prepared myself mentally and I told myself that, I'm going to move on regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have mm-hmm. my fun while I'm playing it, but once I'm done, I'm done. Right. right. And as you said, 
uh, about my brother being able to experience what he went through. He sort of kind of had that that mindset of like this, but yeah, he, he wanted first. to he pursue. Yeah, he did it first. I was able to see what mm-hmm. all he went mm-hmm. through, but I did see that he was very successful after football ended. So I didn't bank on me having to yeah. have football yeah. as an outlet. Yeah, that's fair. And and I want to stay. I want to let's still go ahead and stay on football for a minute because I think a lot of people don't get that inside of track of of what it looks like to be a Division One athlete, whether it is a high school student coming up or just people in the stands. I was at a basketball game today, and the, a woman sitting in front of me said, shoot, I could be the coach. I said, shoot, that's, that's real easy to say from the sidelines. What, right. what was that reality check for you when you realized that football wouldn't last? I, I'm going to share mine after you. Okay. Well, in the college world, you have to understand – you don't, as a player, you don't quite understand it until you until you're done. Mm. College mm. football is a business. Straight up. Straight up, and looking back at it, just speaking on it, you have to be able to take what the football college experience, like you have to take what it offers you, but you have to get mm. the most out mm. of it. Yeah. yeah. A lot of college athletes just in general, speaking on, on, on behalf of all of them. They don't understand that. You have to be able to take, when you get that scholarship, it's much more than your sport that you have to be able to offer yourself because, yeah, you got there, but you have to understand that that scholarship is giving you a lot more than just your sport. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. to take advantage of that because your coach on the flip side of this is taking advantage of you. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, and yeah, we can laugh about it. <laughs> because it's true. It's the, it's, it's the God honest truth. It's because true. at the end of the day, it's their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And as you and I know, we'll do what all we can to provide for our family if that was our livelihood. Of course. And so They're going to do that. That's exactly what they're going to do. Exactly. It's, it's a business. I think you, I think... So I think my my wake up call, wake up, wake up call, because you know I was I was low key the lame my freshman or sophomore year because I didn't right. really go out, I didn't really do a bunch of stuff. So I was just the other right. dude. But Stay my wake back, up, chill. cooling. Um, right. You know, to the to other people's standards, that's what I was. I was, you know, we were cool. But when I failed the drug test my junior year, that's when it really like right. my reality hit. Like, yeah. You could have lost your scholarship. You could have, and and I was I didn't drink I didn't get drunk my first time or, or drink alcohol until after my freshman year. You know, those were things right. that I didn't do. So it was just like Trey, you just put your you just put your whole future in jeopardy for that. It's time to wake up. And that's when my that's when my gears started clicking. And I remember you the you're the one that told me um you said all you can do is your part. Is is you said something along those lines and you would repeat it often because you were playing and I wasn't. And, right. and that was something that helped me click and kind of get over the hump after I failed that drug test. To be like, man, this is all I can do is my right. part. Right. You know, you, you know, picking it back off of what you said, that's what anything in life. All we can control is what us as individuals do. Yeah. We can't control what that man do, what nope. that woman do. You can't. Nope. Whether you want to or not, you can't control what come out their mouth, what don't come out their mouth. We we can't. That's just the world <laughs> that we live in. And, yeah, it can be unfortunate, but at the end of the day, you can control you, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. And when you and when you learn that and when you do that, I think it becomes so much easier to just focus and play. Because I, 
by the time by the time we got to talk about your senior year, when when I finally got to play and you had been you started every year up until that point, and and, and that's the when we get back to being a business, you know, I might be the best player in my position, but when Coach Haywood leaves and Coach Treadwell comes in, I'm no longer one of his recruits, and so. X, Y, and Z gets brought in by next coach, and they jump right, up the ladder. Right. So that's kind of that's kind of what happened to you in the reverse order. For me, it kind right. of happened up up top. I I didn't get to play my first right. couple of years with the coaching change, but yeah, yeah, it was so bad I got the, the opportunity late. You got yours yeah. early and got it taken away right. late. What was that like? Yeah, as you said, and then in this reverse order that it went, yeah, it was tough, but. I was also to the point mm. well Cause it I, wasn't just that yeah it had been it was a long lead up to when you got injured. Yeah, but I also as we just talked about, I already had prepared myself that regardless whether I play or don't play and my brother helped me out with this a lot. Football, I mean, it wasn't the end of the world for me. Whether I played or didn't play it was cool because, yeah. like I said, life after football was going to go on regardless. Right. It's, it's and my brother told me, yeah, my brother told me that it's short-lived. I mean, what you going through right now, it won't be remembered next year. That's very Take true. it for what it's worth. <laughs> Take it for what it's worth. You know, put your all into it. Go out there. Do what you can do. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. it. And the chips go fall where they go fall, regardless if you play or don't play. Yeah. Ultimately, it don't matter. Right. You own scholarship. There's a lot to be fortunate <laughs> for. You got to look at the grand scheme and the overall big picture of mm-hmm. it. Because ultimately, who cares if you playing or not, for yeah. real, besides yeah. you? Yeah. Besides you. Like I said, and I did, you have to, like I tell you earlier, you have to take advantage of the overall college experience. Put football aside, and there's so many other things that you can be happy about and so much other things you can be grateful for. Yeah, and be gracious for. You'd be like, man, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I don't have to ever touch the field again. I'm good. And now, senior year, I said, man, this might be some fluky stuff. I prepared myself. I said, cool. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to do my part, and we'll go from now. Yeah. And so that was, was that the sixth game of the year against Cincy? Was that fourth uh, four, four four game, game of the year against Cincinnati at game. the Bengals Stadium? Opening Terrible. kickoff? Opening kickoff. We got the a picture of the play before the game, and uh, that was the play that you broke. What was the bones? Yeah, the own and the radius. Uh, my left forearm. Uh, got two plates on each side, and a total of 12 screws. And matter of fact, that's even that's a great point. We'll we'll talk about some of the positives of playing ball too, because I, I definitely got a lot from the sport, and I still love football. Like I wouldn't trade right. that experience for anything. What what is it like after you got injured? You got injured your senior year. How did that affect your standing on the team? Because that there's a, when you get hurt in football, it's easy to fall in the background. Right, right, right. I mean, when you get hurt. Is obviously you feel like you a, 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 you become a disconnect, a distant teammate due to the fact that you can't make the same impact that you would be able to make mm-hmm. providing you if you were still playing. 
it's kind of hard for you to get that same respect and same, you know, same level of respect from your teammates because you're not really going through what they're going through. Mm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, being a senior and that, that happening, it's like, man, wow, now I feel like I'm not even a part of it, even though I am, but I'm really not because I'm on my way out. I'm hurt. There's not much I can really do. There's nothing you could do. You got a new coaching staff that really don't mess with you. They they may <laughs> care. You know, they, they may make it seem like they sincerely care about you being injured. But ultimately, they don't even know you well enough to actually mm. have sincere feelings wow. for you. Wow. So all that stuff is going through your head, and you got to take it with a grain of salt because, as, as I said earlier, it's a job for them guys. Yeah. And, and ultimately... You it, can't... Yeah, you can't be mad with them for no. not feeling sorry because you, I don't want to want to feel sorry. It can happen to any player at any given time. And it happens and to... that's a part of the game. It happens to most players. I have my shoulder surgery and knee surgery. Yeah. And, and not to mention, you know, dealing with the coaches saying I ain't never going to play, my locker mate saying I'm never going to play, saying that I'm, I should have never been there in the first place. Coaches not even talking to you like... Shoot, I thought this is a team. I thought I earned my right. way here. Whatever's the case, so that's 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 a tough and and stressful part of of football and playing because that's a dream, man. I know for me, playing Division One football, we grow up. You're from the boot. That's all y'all do is play football. I'm from right, Indiana. Right. We we barely know how to play. Right. <laughs> but playing Division One was that goal, and once I got there, I just felt like it was so different than what it was. At the same time. I feel like I gained so much value just on the field. I didn't. I'm not Johnny Manziel. I didn't win no Heisman. Right. I did play in front of 100,000 at Michigan Stadium. I did play on ESPN. You know, we played in all the, the stadiums and we did all that stuff. Back to what I said, not to cut you off. <laughs> What's the difference between you and Johnny Manziel right now? He ain't got no job. Um, besides nothing, that, y'all both were college football players, nothing. but it was so short lived. It's over. Nobody talks it's about it that no more. Exactly. You mm-hmm. know, that's something in the past, man. And that's what a lot of, you know, guys that don't have the opportunity to play, uh, uh, you know, going through some type of deep depression of not Getting seeing the field. field. Mm-hmm. And, man, you got to take it for what it's worth. So I feel like part of the reason that did you ever face that? Did you ever face that depression? Like, man, I need to get it. You were always on the field until your senior year, though, really. Yeah, I mean, because you always, we human. Yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, you, you go go through your down moments and go through mm-hmm. your moments where you feel like you're not doing enough and you feel like you're letting yourself down. We set goals for ourselves. We don't meet your goal that you set for yourself. You let yourself down. That's true. That's being realistic. And it's upsetting when you're so used to achieving your mm-hmm. goals and making everyone mm-hmm. proud of you. Now you're not able to. Yeah. It's like now I don't know what I can do to really get the same right. enjoyment of having everyone proud of you. You go from being just the best of the best to one of the just, just one of the best. You average, you know, because everybody is the best player on their team right. or wherever they were from. That's real. I do at the same time. So I think an area that I think your field success, you know, whatever that's as we established, is not working. But yeah. it's, you you established you had a strong field success playing at running back and corner in a lot of special teams as well. But the success right. that you had academically and with internships and, and doing stuff off the field and building your resume, 
what does that stuff mean for you? Because that's where I really got to gain a lot of value too. Right. Yeah, as you said, gaining value. Football, I told you, that was a bonus. When I went into college, I said, I'm going to do much more than football. Definitely. I got this freaking scholarship that's, that's, that's paying for everything. It's a lot more that comes with college than just football. Yeah. So I have yeah. to take advantage of that college experience because it's not enough uh, athletes that, that, that do it. How many would you and, say? If you, if you think, let's think, let's real quick, if you had to say a number of guys that, whether they came, I don't want to single nobody out, but they came in with us so that we played with, how many of them took advantage of every opportunity or a lot of that, opportunities? That percentile is very low. You say man. less than 10%? Less than very, man, yes, without a doubt. I without agree. a doubt. Might be less than five. I agree. I agree. Less than five. Because people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. You know, and because of that, that's what helped me get through the, the, the down moments of not, you know, seeing a field, of being able to have the success I wanted to on the field. So because I had other outlets and I took advantage of the internship, as you said, and uh, just getting around campus and, and, and taking in what all the university had to offer, I said, man, it's not bad after all. Not at all. And Miami is such a beautiful, the campus, everything that there is so much to offer. It's so great. You know what they have. What were some of your favorite or your biggest um, off off the field just just college experience? What are like your top three college experiences or things that you remember? Uh, obviously the weather, snow. I mean, <laughs> being, from, being from the south, obviously we don't we don't get snow here. Being from Louisiana, we once in a blue moon we ever see snow. So to be able to see that. Four years on a consistent basis, knowing that it's gonna come. I mean, that's wow. quite fulfilling. That 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 is gratitude. That's gratitude right there to appreciate the snow. It was some cold yeah. days, man, in Oxford. Very cold. Very. I mean, not coming from a place where they don't even sell clothing to even prepare you. Wow. For wow. cold weather, because we don't get it. Mm. So mm. that's a culture change. Okay, a whole new. That's like a worldview. That's a new perspective. Yeah, very, very, very different. What would what would the you second know, one be? Being able to, to just meet people from all over, but they got the same goal. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good Everybody one. that's there has the same goal in mind. Yeah. So having them as your peers, you have to strive you, you to You got to boost that. yourself up. Yeah, you, you can't to. be average because... You gonna get fell behind. Well, You're shoot, not really shoot. people. And I'll tell you, you were you were pretty smart in high school. I was bad. I had a, a two point eight GPA and like an eighteen AC. I wouldn't have got into Miami without that scholarship. So I'm I'm real thankful that that they got that sliding scale for the NCAA. Do you have a, a third like big big lesson or big value that you took from college? Uh, man, I just say relationships. Man, I mean, outside of the, the, the social life, being able to just talk to, you know, your peers and have these relatable, you know, like you can talk, have these deep conversations where you, you can just speak about kind of whatever and, and, and everyone is 
when you when you talk, everyone listening because yeah. we all had yeah. a story. Mm. I like that. Not like just that. not just football, just across everybody. the board. Just, yeah, everybody. So it gave you a different perspective. Like, man, sometimes it's best to just listen. And, wow. and in college, everybody's from different places. Everybody have different backgrounds, and everybody was brought up different. So you have to just respect listen. and listen. Respect. I yeah. like that, Pickle. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so just being able to experience that. And mm. I, before you ask me, there's something I just thought of off the top, but uh, just thinking back on it, it, it's definitely worth noting because that's how much it meant to me. And now with your, the Dupuis family is probably the closest family that I've ever met. If I knew, y'all, I wouldn't say the Brady Bunch, y'all ain't got that many kids, but y'all would be, I don't know, y'all are just the Dupuis, you know, with right. Dupuis trucking and, and, and what y'all do. Y'all are so tight as a family in what you do. What is your, how did, how did your family help you get through college or what do they mean to you now? So, obviously, as you, as you said, we close knit. Uh, it was tough, not going to lie. I mean, going to college that's 12 hours away, you know, right at 1,000 miles away from home, definitely not get up in the car and, and drive home when you right. feel like it. But my mom, she wasn't the biggest fan, but she got on board. My dad and brother was on board because they told me before I went there, and I'll never forget it, that you're going up there temporarily. Hmm. This ain't permanent, but why you up there? Enjoy. It. Take advantage yeah. of everything that you can and enjoy it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. don't get this opportunity. How many of your classmates back home wish they was you? So, as an 18 year old, yeah, you're not hearing it, but hearing now it. at 23, you hearing it now, you like, man, I see what they were talking about. Right. So back to what you're saying, being having a close knit family, getting that opportunity, you couldn't let them know mm-hmm. because they were so happy and proud of you. You had to finish strong, yeah, because they, that's what they expected of you. Yeah, we yeah. close knit. We you got to do once you into something, there ain't no way that's out. You gotta, yeah, you mm-hmm. you do. How, that's just some family values that. That, and, and y'all have, I, I would think you've always been like that. How did uh, the hurricane, her, you're in New Orleans, you're, you're in Slidell, how did Hurricane Katrina affect y'all family? Because y'all were always close to that, bring y'all closer? Without a doubt. I mean, experiencing something that almost nobody in our family, besides my grandparents going to a hurricane, you know, early on in their childhood, but nothing recent. Yeah. Years to no one ever experienced anything as devastating <clears throat> as that particular storm was. And we had no other choice but to stick together. Because everybody was dealing with the same thing. So we couldn't run out on one another because you had nowhere to run to. Yeah. You have no yeah. choice but to come together. So with that, I mean the family did nothing but become that much thicker, that much stronger, and that much united. Hmm. And, you know, because of that, we that much better of a family. What, I don't hate that Hurricane Katrina hit. What do you What do you remember about Hurricane Katrina? What did you, what value did you gain from that? When you get knocked down, you got to get back up. Oh, man. 
<laughs> this hurricane knocked us down. Yeah. It knocked yeah. a lot of things down, literally. Not figuratively speaking, this literally <laughs> happened. Yeah. Wow. So what you going to do when you get knocked down? We hear that so often, but until you get put in that situation, mm. you have no other choice. Was that, the, that the, was that the biggest adversity that you've dealt with in life? Uh, or the hardest? I guess in recent, yeah, recent years, I would say so. As far as really making a, a, a sincere impact mm. on my on my actual life and family life right. as a whole. Well, talk to me about the um, talk to me about Dupuy Trucking because that's that's yeah. something that y'all have had. How long has Dupuy Trucking been established? Okay, so yeah, we we've, we've been in business since uh, 2008 as an actual LLC okay. company. So. Uh, my dad, this this particular company that we have, we have pneumatic bulk trailers, uh, the pressurized trailers that we specialize in transporting any type of bulk goods as far as uh, our particular item that we carry is cement, cement and, and dry powder materials. Mm-hmm. So I say my dad uh, been in this particular business for, I guess, the last 30 years or so. So this is what he baby. knew. Right. So because of that, his knowledge and once my brother graduated from college uh, in the mid 2000, uh, 2006, I believe, and my dad, uh, you know, formulated the, the company. Okay. And because of that, because of his knowledge and because of my brother's schooling and his knowledge of just being around it growing up, we was able to, as I said, formulate a company. And from that point on, we where we at now right right y'all y'all are so and i I don't know where it starts from or who it starts from in your family but y'all pay so much forward you know y'all y'all create the dupuis you guys create the jobs for your family your mother has florida leaves with your sister and y'all y'all are so your your family seems to pay everything forward to everybody you know they want to set y'all up to be successful and, and right. not have to start from zero. A lot of times, that's what where black families suffer. Is yeah. Parents, black parents pass away, and the kids are left to figure out how to pay for the funeral. But your parents are right. setting y'all, your whole family up to continue to grow. What? How does that feel? Yeah, I mean, my parents obviously have done some great things for us, and because of that, we all benefiting from from them giving us this great opportunity to live this prosperous life and to go on to achieve some great things without having to worry of hmm. how you want to make your next move in life. You don't have to worry about it. You, there's no, they're eliminating the excuses you can make. No excuses. Okay. You know, so because of that, we all been able to go on and achieve some great things out of life at early ages. Yeah. Very early. No, we not. Yeah, we not forty years old, struggling, trying to figure out. And it's not because of, it's not because of us whatsoever, but because of the the foundation my parents laid for mm. us. It's it's much appreciated and it's much worth noting because you don't find that every day. Yeah. So much about life is about opportunity. 
And there's a lot of people in the world that don't get the same opportunities that you have and don't have the same opportunities that you have. So, you know, the advantages that you have in life, it's important to take advantage of those. And as Dupuis was saying, everybody doesn't get to have a strong family. He's been able to take that and propel it into something great. So it's exciting to get to talk about that experience and reflect on playing ball in college because it's, it's, it's one to hold dear. It's one to hold strong. It's a memory that I can relate to and that I can keep up with and keep going for a long time. So let me know what kind of memories that you have in your life and what experiences that you've had that helped you change your mindset. As always, this is The Dash.